I'm Neil Chambers. And I'm Jefferson Ulmer. And this is OCD Design Cast. This episode, we're talking climate change again. There's been a pause in the glo- in global warming, and we're going to talk about what that can mean. Also, uh, Google released some new some images or graphics of its new headquarters. We're going to talk about Google, its architecture, and its, its sphere of influence. Also, New Jersey and Exxon. We're going to talk some more about Chappie because Jeff is in love with that movie. Um, well, and what some <laughs> other movies coming out. And lastly, we're going to talk TV. Cool. And I uh, have a little bit of an update about where the t- best TV shows, where they are, and where they are not. Sounds good, man. All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about these TV shows. Uh, are you watching anything? Are yep. you watching anything? What are you watching? Yeah, we're wa- I'm watching. Uh, Gotham. Gotham. That's right. You said that last time we talked about this. Yeah. And Banshee. Which Banshee. Banshee. Yeah. That's a hey, did you awesome. by any chance check out the nude show uh, Last Man on Earth? No, I haven't seen that. Is it pretty good? Don't. No. no. I, got, I, didn't, I didn't get through the first five it's like minutes. a like a, I don't know, a millennial. Um, no, it's like. No, um, sorry. Uh, Encino Man. Is it like that? Encino Man. I'm sorry. That was the the caveman movie from the 80s or 90s. That was terrible. But this is this is like that in reverse. So it's like a person like us. In other words, barely. Yeah. Well, it's Will Forte who um, was uh, you know he was on Saturday Night Live and that and whatnot comedian and. um, Essentially, the show is that he's the last guy on Earth, and and it doesn't really get in. I mean, I don't know if it gets into the into why he's now the last man on Earth. Yeah, I think there was some disease or something. But yeah. and the thing is, like, it, it's a comedy. In the first five minutes, he's like doing these. It's like this whole bowling skit where he starts with bowling a bowling ball and some pins, and he goes a bowling ball and. Uh, water filled aquariums and he starts doing bowling balls and there's cars he's crashing cars into cars and I was just like whatever mm. and I, it was uh, now if he, wasteful. Been, now, now, <laughs> <laughs> that's so wasteful I know right but the thing I kept thinking about was like if there were zombies running around I would definitely keep watching it, it yeah. could be a comedy like it could be like you know zombie world and that would be interesting it could be funny, but you know, I don't feel like he was really carrying the show very well. And and yeah, I, the dialogue. He's I guess he's praying the whole time. Which what? All, it's a little kind of yeah. Oh, he's, oh he's, you mean okay? He just does it every so often. He's not like constantly praying like a monk, right? Well, the there's a lot of praying going on. There's a lot of praying going <laughs> okay. on. And I guess I'm if he's, like, he's all by himself, he's doing. Well, who else is he gonna talk to, right? I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. But it, it, it's kind of distracting. I don't know. It's oh. just kind of distracting. So I was like, uh, so I didn't even get to watch any of it, um, really. There's a new, another new one come that, that came up, Secret and Lo- Secrets and Laws. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it either. Ryan Felipe. My wife started watching it. She said it wasn't very good, so I just took her word for it. I, I like, um, well, I mean, oh, uh, well, I've been watching Constantine. So um, have you seen that? It's pretty fun. I saw the movie. I saw yeah, the movie. I like I like the movie. I watched the movie a few times. And yeah, how is I, it? How is it? How the show? Is it as it's a show? pretty good. It's pretty good. Constantine's played by this kind of uh, kind of rough and tumble English guy who always has a whatever a five or six o'clock shadow. Um, 
smokes a lot and I don't know, he might drink a lot too, I don't know. But anyway, he's just that kind of character that kind of, of yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, but I, I like it. There's some demons. Stuff? Oh god, yeah, dude. There are all kinds of freaking things in this. There's okay. like the monster of the week for sure. It it is okay. really the monster of the week. I mean, I wish it was more like you know, the show, I mean the movie where he's pretty much fighting demons, but in the show it's like, you know, we're under attack by a dookie spider from outer space or something. And, right, you know. right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. I thought the movie was okay. I yeah. didn't find it that great. So I was like, a series can't be much better. That was kind of why <laughs> I haven't watched it. Yeah. Now, I did watch, and I almost binged on it completely, the new season of House of Cards. Was it good? Super let down. Oh. Super let down. Oh, my god! Did they resurrect um, Zoe? They did not, which I was, you know, hoping that maybe they were going to have some flashbacks or something, but nothing. So she um, didn't come back from it, the dead? No, I mean, you know, the funny thing is, like, so Francis Underwood, who's been this, like, right. incredibly vindictive, like, you know, Ooh. just killer in the first two seasons oh, God, for a lot no. of... For, he went for soft? Of, yeah. For, <gasps> yeah. Basically, he's like, he's... He, He's dealing with the Russians, and he's and he's just like I don't know. I feel like he's patting them on the butt. He's just like oh, trying boy. to be nice the whole time, and it's just like that sucks. I don't know. Yeah, and it's it, and and they did change their their strategy for the season where it was going to be more character driven. Yeah, which was really distracting because episodes were just like long vignettes of one person, and you're like, and it's not adding to the story, which that was the best thing about the first two seasons, especially the first season. There was a solid story yeah. with a solid plot with these like multiple story arcs happening that all kind of came to one point. Cool. This episode, this season, it was like the last episode literally started a new story arc. The ah. last episode. And I could see it coming. I was like, this is so bad. It's like, I mean, just the structure of it was just, you know, oh, I was man. just like, it was just too much happening. It's like the last thing you want to do with a 13 hour TV show is that in the last episode, start a new story, right? Oh. I mean, you want to be wrapping it up. You want to make it solid. So I want to watch it again. Cause I quite frankly, if season four, I mean, I, I might, I'll probably watch it, but <laughs> I won't be like as in, I won't be as excited about it as I was this time. Yeah. So that's my, uh, that's my little report. No spoilers though. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. And you avoid, you avoided talking about, the one that the I kept bringing up. Oh yeah, Zoe. <gasps> you did it again. I think she's gonna be in um, the Fantastic Four now. Is that her? Is that her next uh, kind of I, I don't big know. thing? Oh, do you mean so? the the actor, actress? Yeah, the actress. Yeah. Yeah. I would like it if her character, the character of Zoe, was in Fantastic Four and she was a zombie. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> zombies, hey, to oh. all you producers out there, zombies always make it better. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow. it's like sausage instead of uh, ground beef and the and the spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, uh, just really quickly. Vikings is on season. It's like the third episode's coming out. I think it was last night. It's it's okay. It's not. I'm not like overwhelmed by it. Oh, uh, better man. Call Saul. Better Call Saul, that is probably the best show that I'm watching right now. The past episode was a little, like... <sighs> like, I, I just feel like shows start to wander around sometimes, and you're just like, ah! 
because it's not they're you know what I mean? Like they're not adding any value to the story. Uh anyhow. Anyhow. Yeah, Whatever. Whatever. Anyhow, next, next, next. Anything any, any other TV show um, you want to No. All right, Chappie. Let's go to Chappie. Oh, Chappie. Your your uh your robot crush. Yeah, he's badass. I can't wait to see so, this movie. So it opens this weekend. Yeah. It opens this week. Yeah. So Chappie is basically an updated version of Blade Runner. Really? Right? Well, right? So, I mean, essentially, yeah. it's like. Yeah, I mean, like androids are robots. But yeah, Blade Runner is more like organic, human ish things with, mm-hmm. with expiration dates, like bananas. <laughs> so they just went off after a certain uh, point but these guys don't these you know they're uh, robots but yeah but i think it's i think it's gonna be fun i'm looking at the reviews though and it's got 20 percent on rotten tomatoes which is not good so yeah i don't i never could figure out rotten tomatoes so 20 percent's bad yeah definitely i mean yeah. there's a lot worse but yeah i uh, yeah, all critics. I don't know, 30 something percent for all critics. Top critics give it nineteen percent. What are they saying about it? What are they saying um, about it? Um, it's got big ideas, visual panache, blah blah blah. Sadly, more than narrative shortcomings. In other words, bad writing, great special effects, just like every <laughs> other flipping thing out there. Well, the director's the same director from uh, from District 57, right? Or District no, 9. District, District 9. 2. <laughs> Is it District Blancomp. 2? Blancomp. Yeah, Neil Blancomp. District 9, yeah, which was District 9. incredible. Yeah, which was a it, great was awesome. show. it was awesome. It was awesome. Great. Yeah. I so, mean, the fact that they didn't do a sequel is, like, super disappointing. Yeah. So, obviously, critics are not impressed with this one, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a robot that has bunny rabbit ears. Okay, I mean you can't get yeah. You can't beat that. I, I, I gotta say, like personally, there's something about it that bothers me. Really? It bothers me. I don't like this kind of like, you know, who was it? Um, you know, it's just like this, you know, uh, artificial intelligence. Um, you know, these robots yeah. that are gonna be human-ish, you know, but they're not. I, I don't know. It just it just bothers me, quite frankly. It's, I mean, I know, feel like it's 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 unavoidable that that's where we're going anyhow. I but yeah, I think I think both you and your son are afraid of robots. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know what the phobia would be called, but I know some people are like terrified of clowns. But I think you guys have the robot. Or fear of robots. <laughs> that might be true. There might be true. Uh, there might be a, a like, robot phobia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know though. Um, but well, did you like remember the old movie Short Circuit? Um, Johnny Johnny Five Alive. You oh yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh-huh. cool. That was cool. It was. Cool. I thought Wally was kind of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So it's just I mean, this kind of weird. This is a little too real then. So this, it's called this, technophobia. 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 Well, I'm a technophiliac. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm not going to ask. It sounds and I'm not going to ask. You know, I am a little afraid of robots. I am. I'm well, a little afraid. I, you know what it is? It's the thing about, like, we have, we have already, like, you know, 
in terms of the natural world and our natural position, we have already stepped out of that to to a major degree. Yeah. You know, our climate change. You know, everybody talks about climate change that we need to preserve climate change is in very much the same type of language as being used around the protection and conservation of our climate because it's oh, yeah. wait, sorry. it's this idea that we are we are we are messing up nature right? right and so we need to preserve it and we're gonna do all this stuff to try to preserve it and that it's gonna be the same and and the fact is that we've already altered it. You can't preserve something that's already altered. Even if we change our behavior to reduce the impact, it's, you know, the this whole cycling of of the whole process has to kind of work itself out. And I mean, you know, on the, you know, this is the atmosphere that we're talking about now. I mean, on land, this has already happened. And I feel, you know, in terms of like forests and wetlands and natural areas, there is no sense, you know, this might seem a little bleak, but there is no there is no true nature anymore. There's no there there is no nature. Nature only exists if we have not if we've drawn a a border around it or a boundary around it and said we're not going to destroy it, right? right? But even in those spaces, we like we have all this ecological management that we're doing. Like we place animals in there so that they can like we can have biodiversity, but we have to place new animals in there so those same animals don't like inbreed and like right. you know start to die off from genetic uh, you know uh, mutations so we have to manage it there, everything has to be managed and so what i really see happening with like Ch- uh, chappie and yeah. for me what chappie kind of represents is this the next phase right the next yeah. phase is that you know uh, we've 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 kind of i'm not saying we're not dependent on you know the natural systems of like water cycles and stuff like that but we're we are we're definitely more divorced from it than say and we're not as dependent on it as like a fish right you know so um what i see with chappie is that now we're entering into this realm of of uh you know this moving out of the the organic material of the mind of 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 what it means to, you know that we can be human and flesh yeah. and that we and i and i think that's gonna happen and I, I'm, I'm like it's already happened you know i feel like all these movies are in a way are educating and are in are inspiring the new generation of people to their point of departure is this now right this, their point of departure is chappy not um, Blade Runner, which was a little bit more organic than right. before, you know, and before that it was like, it was much more like, you know, it was like, uh, you know, the family Robinson and lost in space. So like a robot was re- very defined and, you know, it was, you know what I'm saying? And so there, yeah. it, our point of departure, it, you know, what we consider nature is all about our reference and our reference right now, what we call nature isn't really nature at all. And now what we're calling artificial intelligence will soon become not even enough artificially intelligent. So I, I, I do. You're right. I do. I get a little crazy about it. I get a little yeah, like, it's, it's pretty scary. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a link right now live. It's um, and I'll, t- I'll go talk about it really fast. It's it's uh, this is what freaks me out. It's a head transplant. I don't know if you heard about this, but no. it was an article in the New Scientist and mm-hmm. these scientists are saying that within two years they're going to be able to take someone's head off and put it on another person's body, and it's going to work. Does mm-hmm. that does that not freak you out? 
it all kind of freaks me Dude, out. Dude, that, th- that freaks me out a lot more than freaking robots. <laughs> I mean, that is just like, uh-uh, no. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, you know, technology, you know, oh, technology. That's another thing. Like, yeah. oh, it's technology. I'm like, well, but we so what? Then. Like, who cares? Like, it of- doesn't mean another, uh, well, we might have to come back. We have to swing back around because we're t- the Avengers new trailer came out today, which was awesome. But let's let's talk really quick since we're on the topic of climate change. Yeah, this a new study has shown a new a new paper has shown at least that um, there is a a pause in global warming. That um, it says that after a period of rapid global warming throughout the twentieth century. The pace of global temperature rise has slowed greatly over the last 10 to 15 years. So um, scientists are finding that it's that their original models are not as accurate in terms of how fast and at what temperature we should be at by this point um, due to what is called Pacific and Atlantic oscillations, which is basically a way that they deal with cold states and warm states and uh, quite frankly i don't understand it all but yeah i i don't necessarily know what to say about it except that it, it does not mean that we are not experiencing global war- global warming what it right. is saying is that the pace has slowed down for now if, for now right. and so right and so i think that the big question is that if the stimulus which is the carbon uh, the carbon emissions continue. Right. So essentially what they think is going on is that um, the Pacific Ocean has been storing more heat yeah. than um, they thought it would. So it, like basically the, the, there's more heat being built up in the Pacific Ocean. Right. So, so the thing though is that the heat source has not slowed down. So what, it, what might actually happen is that as it gets to its, it bottoms out in terms of how yeah. much heat it can store then you'll see a, a, a dramatic shift up because um you know typhoons there's nowhere or whatever for, yeah well there's nowhere for the heat to go right and, it, and you're kind of full so it's like not only is there nowhere for the heat to go you're also you're you're you know you're saturating the system so you're going to see a, a sudden jump in temperature rise so yep. it, it it could be it, it it um it's alarming even though right now it is, uh, you know, right now the, the signs is that global warming is not as fast as possible. The thing that I really want to point out about this is that how it's been covered in the media, and I think we've talked a lot about this, and I, I feel like we got to keep talking about this because the, the, the climate shaming and the climate changers out there who feel that there is no room for questioning or dissent, I just, you know, this uh, this report has been covered very kind of quietly versus when um, Willie Soon fa- yeah. was found out to have taken money from you know uh, oil companies was like all over the place. Yeah, they just and I think crucified that him. Yeah, crucified him. Um, but I think that there, I think there's a correlation that 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 article came out. Um, at a time where this information about the pause was also coming out, they had just, you know, they, um, he, along with some other guys had just published another paper talking about how the models of climate change were not correct. So 
Yeah. They publish that paper, then this paper about the hi- the global warming hiatus comes out. There is this trend that big oil and gas companies are pulling their investments out of, of, of renewables. That's all happening. And then you have this kind of this kind of attack from um, you know, from part of the media on you know the questioning of global warming or climate change, and I think that it's. Uh, I just think that it's. It, it, I think it's bullying. I think they're bullying the way that we want to see this, and I think that the way that this this information is being covered is um, it shows that. I mean, they're not talking about how you know why didn't the why didn't the original uh, models take this in consideration, and what are they not taking in consideration now? And I, you know, you don't see that level of scrutiny in the you know the papers about the high or the articles about the hiatus as you did with you know some of this other stuff so well with it with the new with the new paper you're just talking about i think there's there's a lot of hard science behind that right i mean it's it's not like um i mean they they gave students such a hard time because of the lack of credentials and all this other stuff well these guys this new paper um it's it's pretty it's pretty solid in terms of the sciences behind it so the authors of the paper um i'm trying to find out their see find their names really quick because i I just missed him uh one of michael mann who is he is an associate professor of geological sciences okay um so i mean i i don't know if that you know i don't know if that trend if we're yeah if we're gonna be fair it's like He's not a climatologist or whatever. He's not, and he's definitely. I don't know. He's probably not an ocean oceanographer who's right. like studying, you know, oscillations of the Pacific and Atlantic Ocean. I mean, he probably knows more about it than I do. But yeah, yeah, there there isn't that level of scrutiny. That's like, wait a minute, this guy doesn't. This isn't what he's. This isn't what his doctorate is in. So yeah, and I guess I'm just saying it's like, you know, is he right? I mean, who? There, there's just not that level of scrutiny in when when. There, you know, this paper about the hiatus is not saying climate change isn't happening. It's it's saying that yeah. there's been a, a slowdown, and right. so it's still on the bandwagon, right? Right. And, and I I don't know how and, else to talk about it this, well, but this way. And the inter- you know I, mean? I mean, and the point is, the energy is there, right? So even though it's not, the Pacific Ocean is absorbing it right now. That doesn't, like you said, it doesn't mean that the amount of of heat has gone down. It's just being absorbed or or right, contained right. within the <clears throat> Pacific Ocean, which who who knows what kind of effect that's going to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, we already know that e- e- uh, ecologically and and um yeah, in terms of weather patterns and stuff too. Yeah, yeah I just feel like there. I I do. I you know. I'm an, I think that stuff I think that we should deal with climate change. I think we should deal with the realities of of like of dirty of dirty fuel sources. That's what I really think. Yeah. Um you know, but I I often feel that it it's true. It's like there is um maybe a indirect and or you know, you know implicit approach to climate change that makes it seem heavy on one side. And you know, it'd be nice to to know, you know, I don't. When I read, when I started to read the actual scientific report, it's I'm like, I'm like, what? You know, what I mean, I would like to re- be able to read something in the LA Times or, you know, the New York Times. You know, yeah. that's less science based and helps me understand it. I mean, 
but also kind of digs into it a little bit, which I don't see so often when you when you because this isn't the first thing that's come around. I mean, there's there, there's been other articles and other findings that that are talking about how models that are being used for climate change are not necessarily correct. Um, but to but to kind of dig into those, I think people feel like, and I think this is about the climate change, the climate shaming, is to dig into that and to ask questions that are important is extremely discouraged and then you become labeled a denier yeah and then you're kind of like you're you're kicked off the team and i don't think that's right i think we should i mean you know evolution for example which every i mean i, I you know <laughs> well i think with evolution here's the thing about like i think evolution and, and climate change are, are similar in the sense that like they're they're facts there's a lot of facts to back both of them up um and there's a lot of people who don't believe in both of them, right? Well, they're both just theories, but, right? Well, I mean, that, not in the sense <laughs> of hard. I had to go there. Yes. But what I was just going to say, what I was going to say is that, like, but you have to admit, I mean, with evolution, it's like in finding all the all the pieces of evidence to prove it more and more and more, you had to admit that there were gaps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't see, and I see a very, very difficult time for climate change, um, the climate changers, to admit that there are gaps and that those gaps have to be filled. And as we fill those gaps, just like evolution becomes this much more three-dimensional you know, understanding and much more awesome, um, climate change can be that too. But I feel that there is a super, like, just cultural like inside the climate changers culture to suppress and any questioning any dissent any at all and that is not science that's the point i'm trying to and i think that's part of what i'm trying to get to is like when you don't ask questions when you accept things as is that's not science that's not what science is so um uh google 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 released its new um, headquarter renderings this week, um, and they so this will be for a new uh, headquarters in um, uh, Mountain ba- Mountain View, California. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a very um, it's this it's designed by um, Bjark Ingels uh, or the big or big Bjark yeah. Ingels group and also Thomas Heatherwick who is out of um, uh, England if I'm not if I'm not mistaken sounds English it sounds very English <laughs> um, yes so I, I don't know it's like uh, talking about intelli- artificial intelligence and uh, uh, yeah. I don't so think first of all, so yeah. I, I, the, the <laughs> I was gonna say uh, it's right. not very intelligent. <laughs> well, well, all right, you gotta. All right, so I, I do think the original. Well, here's the first thing I want to okay. say. Of all the things I've seen come out of Big, the thing that is always the most surprising is how often they start to go under construction. When I first saw his uh, 57th Street um, condo building in New York, I was like, it's never gonna get built. It's get it being built right now. Wow. Um, the big U that came out of the rebuild by design competition, I was like, no way. And, but yes way. So um, when I see these things, I'm like, I see it. And I'm like the, my first reaction is like, 
I, I see how much, you know, it's basically these buildings that are covered with a type of glass or something, which I just think about. Just looks like glass domes, giant yeah. glass domes with yeah. sun pouring in them all the right. time. Right. So I think about all the energy that's going to be needed and maybe yeah. there'll be a, all solar, you know, like solar or wind. I don't know all the details, but it, 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 it looks a little, it looks a little far fetched, but I mean, It'll their happen. track record is to get things built. So well, I'm like, you well, know, that's not. I mean, I'm not sure that getting something built is 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 a, is necessarily a, a good standard to use. Oh, really? there's there are a lot of things that are built. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, it'll it'll I be mean, built. Uh, but it, but I mean, it, it might be built. It might be built. It yeah, might not be. Maybe built. it might not be built as well. Um, I mean, I think that. What I what I see it trying to express is this sense of community, right? There's yeah. a rendering with this kind of glass canopy over it. It's funny because the structure inside the canopy is fairly straightforward. You know, what I mean, I don't I don't know if you've seen. I think you mentioned this when we were first talking about the the scene with they're they're doing yoga and there right. was like there's. Like, but I think what it's trying to show is a sense of community, and yeah. I mean, but you know a. I don't know how many people they're going to have at their headquarters, but for a community to exist, you need to be connected to people outside of your right. existing, you know, headquarters. You need to be, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the two big, yeah, the two biggest criticisms I have is that one is that there are giant glass domes, and the other one it really is a cultural issue, like a problem I have with, with um, Google's culture, or not just Google, but this sort of um, we're all one big happy family thing. Uh -huh. I just think that's kind of strange. I don't know. It's 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 definitely a Silicon Valley kind of culture. It's weird to me. It's weird, but well, I think that the the thing that, that's interesting about it and is how I mean, if you compare it to say and the Apple building yeah. or um, you know Facebook. Yeah, is got is using Frank Gehry, you know, like there's all this, like what they're trying to say. I mean, the quite frankly, the Apple building, which is done by Norman Foster, is one of the worst buildings I've seen in a long time. I mean, it looks like a tire. It's, you know, it's very in, insulate, insular. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like it, it's landed. It's, you know, it's it's kind of out of date already. Like the the, I think that Norman Foster. Having been so gigantic for so long, like a lot of the oh, style. Frank Gehry, yeah. No, well, no, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, but I mean, Frank Gehry's doing the same thing he was doing thirty years ago. So. Well, I mean, I'm just, okay. well, I'm just saying. All I'm saying, all I'm saying about, like, all I'm trying to say is, like, with the Apple headquarters, yeah. it's. I don't think it's really well thought out. There's this gigantic center spot. So that if you wanted, it's 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 very um it's all the bad design. Like if you're on one side of the building, you know, to get to the other side, you either have to run go all the way across that that middle center that uh, central uh, plaza or, or, right. or courtyard, or you have to walk around the whole all building the around, and the, yeah. all the way. So it's not really taking into consideration anyone. Like it's not taking into consideration how people will need to work, right? Yeah, with with the Frank with the with the with the 
Google building, they're saying that yeah. all of the parking is going to be underneath and so that they can make all this landscaping. Yeah. But that doesn't make the parking go away. It just no. makes it so you can't see it. And so there's a, there's this image of doing no wrong versus the reality of doing right. no wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, that there's, the, there's that kind of push and pull that I see just in the architecture. Um, uh, yeah, and the, and the Apple the Apple structure is, like we were talking about, a giant um, donut or a tor- toroid or a torus. Um, it's like... It's very insular, and I think that describes, um, oddly enough, Apple's culture. Like mm-hmm. um, the way they design their products is all very secretive. The way their operating system works, um, you know, one big reason we, they don't get viruses is because um, they don't they don't let their their operating systems closed. So everything about Apple is this sort of very insular thing. Well, I oh, like weird. apples. I mean, I use apples. I do too. I, lo- I love it. Uh, I'm I, definitely a member of that cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a card-carrying yeah, member of yeah, that one. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I you know, I bought a Google, I bought a, a Android uh, phone, and it's been the worst mistake of my life. Like, I just, I, oh, that's I wish a bit I dramatic. <laughs> I know. Maybe really? Not no, I just, I had. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, it was I got, awful. I got it was used to, I got yeah. used to the iPhone, and then I was like, well, I'll try something else, and like, oh, it was just, I just, you know, the thing, the thing about, thing about the Android is that it comes with all the stuff that you have to use, right? Like. It comes with Drive and Chrome and all these um, Google components that you yeah. that if you start taking them off, like other parts of your phone don't work. And I think wow. there's something to be said about that kind of culture and how that is being expressed in this architecture. That there's this sense that it's supposed to be about community and whatnot, but will it really be about community? And how do you invite? the larger surrounding area in when you kind of like put up, when you build, you know, a campus that's disconnected where, yeah. you know, you, you can't have both, you know, you, you can't have, a, you know, if you're camp, you know, and that, that's kind of how I feel about the architecture. I mean, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see it. I'm sure if it gets built and I go to it, I'll be like, well, this is awesome. But you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So Anyhow, that's my little spiel about Google headquarters. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do. And and one thing I would would like to just point out uh, that we didn't talk about this this time, but um, how they're both are suburban developments. I mean, mm. they're pretty much their own thing out in the middle of of trees. I mean, whether it's you know it's not in the middle of a, a field or anything, but it's definitely suburban. It's not it's not like they they're building downtown San Francisco or something this is where their headquarters is in the suburbs. And, um, this is, you know, new stuff happening where mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, new stuff is happening in the suburbs, not in cities. Well, here's the thing that, well, here's the thing, you know, as you're kind of talking about this, that it, it makes me think about like Google was the new, was just like, was the ushering in of this new era, right? Like, you know, yeah. gigantic kind of, uh, online companies, you know, they, yeah. And the thing that I see that it looks what, what as I look at these images more and more, and we're talking about it, it, it does. It looks like it's a city with inside a campus, right? Yeah. But the thing is that, like, uh, you know, that's that's been tried before, and it's like, you know, what the new era of design 
the new era of architecture, the new era of cities and urban spaces and suburbs is not to isolate yourself and try to replicate everything you need in one place, but yeah. actually to let what you have interconnect with the surrounding areas so that you become a part of a whole. And I, what, what I find interesting is that this does seem a little regressive versus um, progressive in the sense that it's not necessarily ushering in a new era. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, the architecture itself is, it's interesting. I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know. Interiors aren't super interesting. The the dome isn't necessarily interesting because, it, I mean, yeah. it, it's, it is interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting yes. to see how it gets built. I mean, it will. It'll be interesting to see how they, they cool it and heat it and, you know, and, you know, just just the general kind of wear and tear will be interesting to see. But I kind of feel like that there is this kind of sense that it's not it's 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 still kind of safe, I guess, in a lot of ways. I just want to say just a really quick thing about uh, New Jersey had um, taken uh, Exxon to court about it damaging its uh, natural resources it was in the tune. They said that the damages were. The state was was seeking eight point nine billion dollars in damages. Um, this this the company had already been found liable for it. Then all it was is the courts were determining how much the settlement would actually be for, and um, and that the Christie administration uh, had stepped had stepped in and made this and made a settlement of two hundred and twenty five million dollars. Um, it's you know. I'm just, you know, I don't know what else to say about it because, I mean, <laughs> conjecture would be, would is because that's about all I know about it. I, you know, I don't know, I don't know if it, if it yeah. is something wrong or if it was crooked or whatnot. It, it certainly, it certainly well, looks. There's a bad. big difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference it, between, um, you know, the initial number of what eight nine do you say nine billion? I don't know. Eight point nine nine. Eight point nine, close. Yeah, eight point nine. Some nine billion dollars, and then only have to pay out two hundred twenty-five million. That's that's awful. It is awful. I think that the courts cannot overrule that. I'm not sure if that's the case. If it was, that would be, you know, the damage wow. that was done is significant, though. I mean, in the Newark Harbor, um, in estuaries, in 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 the you know in northern New Jersey, this the damage is significant, and it, it's like I don't know. It's just uh kind of sad it's kind of sad but i'm sure the the rest of the story will come out yeah anyhow that's it Woohoo! <laughs> i think we're on a i think we're in like i think we got like a i think we're in bad moods because we're, we're doing Debbie a lot of criticism <laughs> <laughs> oh i gotta tell you really quickly my green building ordinance that is going take making its way through um the south orange uh government yeah. Uh, I introduced it to the uh, planning board. It's supposed cool. to be to being discussed by the planning and zoning committee. We'll find out if it survives that. I'm not so sure it will. It's um, you know, even though we live in an era of of green building, it is not as easily understood. And the questions that some people in government have are are beyond the opportunity of what a green building can provide. Yeah. So we'll see. We will see. I'm a little nervous about it, man. I'm a little nervous about it. So Well man, I hope it works out. It sounds, yeah, we'll sounds like a good program. It would be it'd be cool. It'd be cool. We'll see. I I'm just gonna keep giving you some updates. Just keep giving cool. you updates. Keep me updated. 
All right. All right. Well, I'm Neil Chambers. And I'm Jefferson Olmert. Check us out on uh, Twitter at OCD Designcast or at Jefferson Olmert or at Neil Chambers. That's N-E-I-L-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-S. Uh, Facebook. I don't know if we have a Facebook page. But yep. We do. Oh, we do. That's right. We do. And um, tweet at us. Listen to us. And let us know what you think. We're out.